This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. I'm going to tell everyone what happened. You're you're just getting back from the gym. You're busy. <laughs> you're watching the prospects. You're doing it all right now. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, I just, I got back late. So I had to, yeah, we had to talk about it. I had to eat dinner was the real issue. I could have been on not that late, but uh, whew, I was hungry okay. and my bad. It's okay. Hopefully you guys have eaten. I'm not just like talking like, ah, yeah, sorry guys. I ate. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. It's like 7.15. feels late to me. I'm an old man. I had Jimmy John's earlier and it was really good. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm good for a while. You, uh, uh, I like the Italian. Is it called the Vito? I don't. I don't remember. No, that doesn't sound. That reaction was a definite no. Well, here's what I have a problem with. I've been a Jimmy John's person for quite some time. They uh, once sent me a bunch of gear, and I was really hoping for some gift cards, but no, it was just sweatshirts. I am a slim three. Um, and oh, you know the numbers. Okay. I'm, well, yeah, oh, and man. the barbecue chips. I wish they would sell the barbecue chips in the store. They are so amazing. Your your reaction was made me feel like I didn't know anything. I think it's the number five. Uh, but we had a, we had Jimmy John's on campus. So when I went to shout out Youngstown State, go Gwens. Uh, yeah, we had a Jimmy John's on campus. So I used to get the veto from time to time. I, I was known to peruse. Not not that much. One quick story that is completely unrelated to this podcast and somebody's okay. going to be angry about. My, I have, my brother went with me to Youngstown State and there's a Taco Bell on campus. And I guess he went often enough. He, he was telling me in class the one day, uh, he said, yeah, I can't go to Taco Bell anymore. And I was like, why? <laughs> One of the guys was walking around. He's like, what's your name? He's like, Mark. He said, Mark, I remember that. I'm trying to know all the regulars. <laughs> He's oh, like, no. I don't want to be a regular at Taco Bell. <laughs> you know, I know the Jimmy John's delivery guy, so it's totally fine. I mean, when you when you see these people over and over again, there, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, some people say Jersey Mike's is better, but I'm a I'm a J- Jimmy John's person. But we'll move on from food talk. I'm glad you were able to eat some food before you talk cornerback room. Jonah Williams, a little Joe Burrow contract extension, and we'll go right to that right now. I thank the NFL because this is kind of a semi-quiet period of time. Free agency is over. We've talked plenty about the prospects, and we'll get into the cornerback room later on this one. I want to focus on quarterback news. I'm going to be, I'll I'll be honest, I was a little shocked. Not that Jalen Hurts was the first quarterback to get done, that it was complete in April for me personally. I know with the breakdown of the numbers, five-year deal, $255 million and guaranteed right around 180, around 179 for him. When I look at the numbers, it does, you know, right away people are like, oh, the highest paid quarterback, he's 50 or highest paid annually, 51 million right now, moves to number one. Uh, The guaranteed money is nothing like Deshaun Watson, but overall, I, I was just a little surprised. Jalen Hurts was the first quarterback to get done. Yeah, not really. I don't know. They just went to a Super Bowl. They're really happy with him. And he's probably the easiest one to get done, right? Because the other ones, I think around the league, at least Burrow. So you're talking about Burrow and Herbert. They've got the extensions looming. At least Burrow, I think, is seen around the league as a little bit higher than Jalen Hurts. Um, I could be wrong on that. But 
just from what I have seen and that ESPN thing they do every year will be interesting to see where Hertz ranks. He wasn't on it last year. And the athletic does one too, where he asks anonymously to the GMs and coaches and defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators, et cetera. Like, where would you rank this quarterback? And Burrow was in tier one, like with Mahomes, with Allen, with Herbert. Hertz wasn't. So did he make that jump this year? That'd be cool to see. And I, I'm I'm willing to say I, I think he's gonna at least push for it. I think he'll be in the top five, six guys when they do the polls, but Burrow was already there last year. So I think I think it makes sense. We were hoping Bro would be the first one to sign. We were hoping in March. We we're hoping in April. Could still happen in April, but uh, I think it makes sense for Joe to wait because, in my opinion, around the league, he's probably out of those three seen the highest. I know there are Herbert truthers, and I think you can make an argument, a, a good argument that you know I prefer Justin Herbert type argument. That's fine. And I think you could even make the Hertz argument and that's fine. I just think if you looked around the league and where these guys would rank among executives or among coaches, it would be Burrow number one. I could be wrong. Maybe this is a Homer take, but this is just, you know, it, I think this sets the floor for Burrow because this is how it always was. The first one to sign was going to set the floor for the other two. So if Hertz is seen as the lowest around the league, because Herbert and Burrow were both tier one last year in the athletic poll. And I think they're side by side in the ESPN thing. They're, he's going to set the floor, and now the other two get to play Cold War. <laughs> this, this is great. They get to play Cold War. Who's going to sign first? Who's going to sign the next deal? And does Burrow push for 55 per year? Um, I think the guaranteed contract is out of the window. Uh, to me, that was the Browns pooping their pants and then yelling at everybody else like, ha you have to smell it too. I mean, the whole joke about that last year, I, I think a lot of people looked at the Cleveland Browns and they were like, you guys are a desperate franchise. And, you know, this could end up blowing up in their face. Um, you know, I know how people people feel about the talents of Deshaun Watson. Um, not last year. Well, we were able to see that sample size, but but prior to that being a top quarterback and it just felt like they were a very desperate franchise in that position. And it really didn't change the quarterback market too much. I mean, you could say that argument for Lamar Jackson, but he still I mean, and, and several reports have said has said he doesn't want a fully guaranteed contract. Who knows what's happening behind the scenes? But we'll, we'll stick with the Joe Burrow conversation. And I should say that Jalen Hurts definitely deserved that contract. It was a very of what he did and um this isn't a hot take when i say that jalen hurts was was the best quarterback in the super bowl personally when watching his performance was that a hot take well well i think the only thing is he had that kind of bozo play he was awesome though i'm not trying to discredit him i'm just thinking when you i'm thinking man do you want to give con they were both awesome that's where i put it is i think they're both really good i think you can make the case i think you can make a strong case either way and if if you feel that way i don't think you're wrong i don't even think it's that hot of a take i just think for me personally i'm in the boat of like yeah that was just such a great game (laughs) i'm so neutral about this Yeah, no, it definitely was. And again, Patrick Mahomes is the top quarterback in the NFL. So definitely not taking anything away from him. And he has two Super Bowl rings and he's been really impressive in his time as a starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. But with the extension and kind of how it compares to Joe Burrow, I still feel very confident that we will see this contract before they get into training camp. The Bengals are really big on those training camp uh, contract extensions before they really get heavy into the preseason games and wanting to get that over with. Um, I think that for me personally, I still think that Joe will be right under right above Jalen and then maybe 
Justin Herbert's third. You think Herbert's going to push for third? Okay. I think he's going to be third. I truly I think, do. I think with the waiting, he's going to end up just above Jalen. Like, just above Jalen. Just above him? Yeah. I think Wait. I think if you're going to tier these quarterbacks, they're all probably around the same. Tier. If it's If it's off, it's by, like, it's half a tier or one tier. Just like, I want to see somebody do it again. Or I want to see Her- Herbert have playoff success. But when you're just looking at the talent, you're like, yeah, I mean, these guys are, I would pay them. <laughs> I think is, is where you are. You're just like, they're good. I'd pay them. What I'm looking for when it comes to Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, I was surprised it was a five-year extension for Jalen. Okay. And if the Bengals are able to get a five-year or six-year, I feel like that is an extreme win for the front office because the TV money is going to be crazy. The quarterback money in the next couple of years is going to just keep going insane. So Joe would still have a chance at another contract, um, you know, semi mid uh, early of his career. Um, he'd have a chance to get another payday if he, if he does shoot for the four year contract extension. But I think personally, if the front office is able to do five years or six, that would be insane. That would be that would be amazing by the Bengals front office, Duke to- Tobin, Katie Blackburn. The thing is, I don't think we are going to see a Patrick Mahomes 10-year contract extension for Joe Burrow. I don't think that's smart for Joe Burrow's camp. And uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, they would love it. They'd say, sign me up right now. We'll go ahead and pay you. But we don't know what those conversations look like behind the scenes. So me personally, if they can get five years with Joe, I think that's huge by the front office. Four still kind of semi scares me a little bit, but I know it's going to be on top of picking up the fifth year option. He's yeah. under contract this year. So it is a little further out uh, and almost like a six year contract, honestly. I just think if you can get five, that would be a big win for them. Yeah, I was about to say, is uh, don't forget, this isn't like if he signs a four year extension, that doesn't mean he's here through 2027, it means he's here through what, 2029. Uh, because you're adding on the fifth year, you're adding on this year, and then the extension kicks in. So that's why when we always talk about, um, you know, like the cap is the Bengals only worry about the cap that much this year and next year. It's because this year and next year is most likely going to be still either rookie deal plus some money. You're, you're going to have to put some money in those in uh, those years to make it easier later. But rookie deal and then fifth year option, and then the real money kicks in. So that's why. At least I always talk about two more years, two more years of this cheap to cheap ish Joe Burrow deal. And you could really maximize everything. And then after that, that that's why these draft picks matter. <laughs> that's why you, you want to get cheap talent in places you need it. The uh, corner we're, we're going to talk about later, but like I wrote about edge and if you can get a good three tech, I wrote about that too. Like the defense, I think is what's going to take the biggest hit uh, monetarily because right now it's, one of if not the most expensive unit in the nfl and you're able to do that like who cares you've got joe burrow jamar chase and t higgins on rookie deals but if all three of those guys are signed to long-term deals in three years they're going to take up a big chunk of the cap you're still going to be paying some offensive linemen that's why you want to start hitting some of these draft picks that's that's why it gets tough to be like yeah throw cheeto an extension throw trey an extension throw dj an extension that hurt me to say but (laughs) you know they throw all these guys extensions because you know the cap is only so throw logan wilson extension that one's everybody keeps assuming that happens and it, it, it might and i think it probably will but you have to start getting cheap in places and uh 
especially corner, that would be a great place to save money. And I think that is the biggest thing with the Bengals taking a corner would, sorry, Cheeto, but it would be, you know, you let Cheeto go, or at least, you know, if Cheeto signs back, it's like a two-year deal or a one-year or three-year deal with an out in the third year uh, type thing. But if you can get cheap there, and if you could have Cam Taylor Britt and another rookie contract for the first part of that Joe Burrow big money extension part of his contract, that's great. That's just that's gravy, you know. That th- those corners take up a lot of money, so getting cheap there to get to pay big money to wide receivers and quarterback is awesome. Yeah, if you look at the defensive side going into the 2024 season, I think we should just focus one year at a time because it is a little scary when you think about the guys you have under contract. And that's why I've kind of changed my mindset going into this draft. You mentioned it, hitting on these draft picks, and we'll get into the cornerbacks later. Personally, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a very defensive draft-heavy first two rounds, three rounds. I know we've talked plenty about the wide receiver. You're going to need another running back. We still don't know what's going to happen with Joe Mixon, but you need to get younger and save money because that defensive line is a nice chunk of change right now. And we don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they're able to talk to DJ reader. We've talked about his age before and man, I don't want the, I want DJ reader to retire a Cincinnati Bengal. I, I love him on this team. And I think, man, if they could figure out a way to have that conversation with him and bring him back for another. Absolutely. Two, 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 three years. Three what years. You- I think, I think three, I think three and you're good. Uh, this would be his last payday, really. So I think he'd want it. I don't think he's going to take a team friendly type of thing here, yeah. knowing this is probably the last payday if he does like a three, four year deal. Uh, but when I looked into those tackles, they don't drop off till about 32 years old on average, or that was at least the most common age. So you're talking about top, man, it's hard not to say one, but you know, conservatively, a top three nose tackle in my opinion, the best in the league, I I'm fine paying him because when I talk about all that stuff about, you know, you want to maximize everything else. He has a bigger impact in my opinion. And I can go into this. We only have a minute left, but he has a bigger impact in my opinion on the rest of the defense than either Trey or Cheeto do. And both those spots require more athleticism and have a quicker drop-off rate. So if I was going to extend one, I know I am a reader guy, so maybe this is some bias, but I think I'd extend him because you don't need to devote all your resources to the run game because he's out there basically doing two guys' job and you can allow your corners, Your it keeps your linebackers clean, it allows your corners to you know, have a little extra help, be able to have too deep in coverage and be able to play a little more aggressive. And uh, the pass rush, I think, would be the only issue, which he was a pretty good pass rusher last year. So if he's able to do that too, I mean, awesome. But that's why I would be looking at corner and edge early in this draft because I want to get a, a good corner for the future and I want to get a guy that makes a difference as a pass rusher. Yeah, and you bring up the payday for him, and of course that's going to be extremely important. But also one of the things I remember about DJ Reader when he chose Cincinnati over, I want to say the Denver Broncos, was the quarterback position. He knew the Cincinnati Bengals were going they were going to draft Joe Burrow the next month after they signed him. And I think that's absolutely huge. You kind of feel it with Jermaine Pratt and him signing with the Cincinnati Bengals this offseason, which was a huge surprise. One of their best defensive players, they were able to get him back on a really good deal. They didn't overpay for him at all. And the big part was he felt they were so close. So 
again, guys are going to want to get paid in the NFL. Uh, they're going to go to teams that are going to pay them. But for some, it could be a payday and you get to stay with a team that you feel like is one of the top in the AFC. And maybe that's going to be important too. But yeah, I don't want to think about DJ Reader playing for another team. I hope that's one of the guys that they can maybe figure out a way to extend. I know they have a lot of extensions to worry about when we talk about the core, the uh, the majority of this offense, um, you know, to be determined Teagans, I do want to get to that next. But uh, yeah, they have some some front office decisions to make on the defensive side of the ball, but got to hit some of those defensive draft picks and maybe we'll see that uh, week from Thursday and Friday. More on the Bengals showing up to offseason workouts, a little quarterback room we've already talked about, and some positive news for Cheetos when we get back on. It's always game day in Cincinnati.